the A24, was originally developed as an ecological preservation tool. So that was to rid New Zealand of invasive predators completely because over time, birds in New Zealand had adapted to just nest on the rainforest or jungle floors where these invasive predators just decimated bird populations by eating up all the eggs. Welcome to Pest Posse TV, the ultimate hub for pest management professionals hungry for success. Brought to you by the Pest Posse, your trusted resource for pest control related training and information. The Pest Posse is here to arm you with the skills and knowledge needed to propel you toward unparalleled success in the pest control industry. Whether you're a seasoned pest management professional looking to sharpen your skills or just getting started in your pest control career, we've got you covered with riveting discussions, expert interviews, and insider insights that will not only educate but entertain. So get ready for a journey into the pest control industry like never before, right here on Pest Posse TV. Welcome to Pest Posse TV. I'm Cully, visionary creator here at the Pest Posse, and I am joined by none other than the master of ceremonies, Ed Wrangler himself. <laughs> master of ceremonies. Man, you just come up with all sorts of names for me all the time. Make stuff up. It just comes to my mind. I say it. It's just what's the advantage of no filter. <laughs> well, we know that. And if people haven't realized that over the years, yeah, Cully's got no filters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. So, yeah. So, I'm Foster, whatever you want to call me. But you know what? One thing I am is I am a best-selling author, which we I want to talk about our book, my book here in a few minutes. But we want to first let everybody know who we're going to be having on today because this has kind of been a long time coming because we had – somebody on from this company years ago. Gosh, what was this, 2018 or 19 when we had somebody on? Way back in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and some things have changed with it. So basically what I'm alluding to is we got Jeff Jacobs from Automatic Traps in the house really to talk about this trap and why it's just a great alternative really to the traditional traps and rodent baiting, you know, especially with all the restrictions and everything we got going on, especially here in Cali. Um, so, you know, I think it's good time coming with that. They've had some updates with the trap and it's just a good reminder, uh, to let all you PMPs know about this phenomenal product that they've got. But like I said, before we get started, I wanted to, I wanted to promote my book because it's that time of year where I think everybody needs to start reading books. <laughs> and as Cully puts his head down, he's just like, no, we're not going to do that. To listen to this again. I haven't promoted my book like this for a long time. What are you talking about, man? You're rough, dude. That's I'm just over here slaving away, writing a book, doing the day-to-day -day operations here with the Pest Posse. And all you got to do is just give me grief because I want to basically hawk my book and talk about my best-selling book. I think you're jealous because I have a best-selling book and you don't. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> that is, it's just plain and simple answer. Nope. <laughs> That's just the way it is. So, <laughs> I am honestly amazed because I know, even though I've never written a book, I know it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of diligence and consistency. Yep. You've got to stay on it to get it done. There's a lot of people exactly. out there who started books and never finished them. Yep. I mean, there's probably phenomenal books out there. Oh, yeah. But they're never been done. And so here we are. We've got a great book because you are 
Mr. Consistency, Mr. Productivity, Cap Captain Productivity. Yeah. Uh, and any other crazy what title I can give you. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so what we're talking about as far as my book, it is the fundamentals of pest control sales, really strategies from a pest management professional. Of course, that's me. And really, this thing has really turned out to be a, a really a practical guide for you PMPs really to be more successful at selling in the pest control industry. Because, again, this is this is from me. This is from a pest management professional. So it really gives you the fundamentals approach for selling these pest control services really to residential and commercial customers really like, you know, like we said, you know, like I said, you know, like other handbooks that are out there that just provide general advice on selling. This really focuses on the, really the pest control industry and provides those strategies that really you can just follow right away. It's nice the way the chapters, the way I've got it set up that I really give you some action plans and the summaries at the end there. Um, so that way it really gives you some things that you can do to just really kind of take your, your sales really to, um, to the next level and really when you're looking at this book you know here's a few things you're going to learn and this was really important to me because this this is some things that i struggled with when i first started getting into sales and you know that really was how to implement a daily routine because if you've been on a route and then all of a sudden now you're on your own trying to sell stuff you're like okay well where's my customers where are my routes so kind of try to help you with that daily routine so that way you can get more sales uh, help you really well, identify, you know, your daily routine is filling your pipeline, right? Exactly. If, that, if you implement the daily routine, you'll eventually fill the pipeline. That's exactly the what pipeline it is. is that sales cycle. And then you get, you getting paid, you know, you, exactly. paid, you do your proposal inspection proposal, you know, so on to the point where you're getting paid. Yep. So that daily routine helps you get into that cycle. Exactly. That's what it totally does. Yeah. Because again, you really, when you're looking at this with sales, you're really, you're really more self-motivated with sales than anything else than you were really on a daily pest route. Um, and you really got to stay motivated and you got to, like you said, fill that pipeline and have a, a regular routine. Um, because if you don't, yeah, just like we said, yeah, if you don't have your pipeline, you're not doing this, you're not going to sell anything. And that really kind of goes along with the next thing, like I was saying, really just finding your ideal customer, you know, how to do that and everything. Um, and then I think really an important thing, you know, especially when you get into larger commercial accounts is really how to write those proposals and make them look professional. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's in this book that really can help you. And we've done some webinars on this book as well, too. But, you know, I think it's just kind of the time of year that we really need to be looking at, you know, kind of honing our skills. And as we say here, learn, grow and succeed. And this is just one more thing that's going to help people do that. So um, you can make sure you can go and get your book on Amazon today. Um, there's, you know, an audible version, Kindle version as well, too. Of course, we'll have a description here and the link um, of this podcast that we can go and check out the book. Because again, it just really turned out to be just a great book. There's just been a lot of great feedback with it. And Everybody that seems to pick it up is just seems to love it. How what an easy read is, and again, how practical the strategies are because it comes from a pest management professional. It's not from some sales guru trying to give you some rah rah shish boom bob. So, well, right. And I think one of the other things you talk about, you don't like dedicate gobs of time in the book to this, but it is an important topic. And that, and you've even brought it up that when you've done some training and um, you know for people on this is is the overcoming the mentality of being a salesperson um, yeah. 
that, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm not a salesperson. And the reality is, is we all sell something every day. Exactly. We sell ourselves more than we sell anybody else. Totally. Um, you know, right. we sell ourselves to get up in the morning. We sell ourselves on what we're going to eat, yep. you know, the kind of coffee we're going to have or whatever it is. You know, we're constantly all of that's a sales process, whether you're right. willing to admit it or not. It yep. is reality. Um, we all, you know, it, I could go on and on, but we have Jeff from Automatic Traps here today, and yep. we want to get him on, and we want to talk about this trap, go okay. over it, readdress it. You know, like Foster said, in California, this is a really good trap um, to be thinking about, and um, we're going to just do that now. Yep, let's bring on Jeff. Enough about me hawking my book, and let's bring him on and get this discussion on with him. Um, Jeff, why don't you take a minute and, and really introduce yourself. Let people know who you are and uh, how long you've been with uh, Automatic Trap and you know anything you think is pertinent. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I have been with Automatic Trap Company now for a little over four years and we have been really growing the PMP business since. Uh, when I started off, there were just a couple of PMPs who knew about and were using the traps. And now uh, we're not sure on the exact number, but it's somewhere around the 500 mark where we can say we have that many PMPs at least using our traps across North America. So that's pretty cool. And again, we're just continuing to innovate with these developments uh, within the line that enable PMPs to do even more with them. And I'm, yeah, yeah, I've been very excited to be a part of that and the one to introduce it to all these pest control operators and pest control professionals. That's awesome. And naturally, that's one of the reasons we asked you guys to be back on is because as we move through this interview, we're going to touch on some of those new developments because I think they're really, really crucial uh, and major benefits to an already good solution. Um, so who is Automatic Trap Company? So Automatic Trap Company is the North American distributor for Good Nature. Um, and good again, Good Nature, you'll know the device is the Good Nature 824 and the newer Good Nature A18, they are Good Nature, the New Zealand-based company who makes and patented these self-resetting and toxin-free devices. So again, ATC, Automatic Trap Company, we are the North American distributor really focusing on the PCO market. So we didn't put this in the questions, but... Um... Correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the reasons they developed this is New Zealand had a big push to try to take care of some rodent issues and they didn't want to use a poison, which is great if you can find a way that'll do it well and cost effectively. And if I'm not mistaken, they actually took care of a rodent population on an island with these traps way back in the beginning. Is that is that right? Yeah, so the A24 specifically, the one that here targets rats and mice uh -huh. is used in new zealand more as a rat and stoat targeting right. device it, it's a it's a little badger on some sort of drug that makes it you know a lot more intense than your regular ferret 
Um, but again, uh, the tool itself, the A24, was originally developed as an ecological preservation tool. So that was to rid New Zealand of invasive predators completely because over time, birds in New Zealand had adapted to just nest on the rainforest or jungle floors where these invasive predators just decimated bird populations by eating up all the eggs. Um, the goal for New Zealand is to be completely predator free within the next couple of decades. And the automatic trap was one of, if not the first devices to do this toxin free rodent control or rodent killing in a meaningful way. So let's talk about how the good nature trap works. Sure thing. Uh, so what it does is it uses a CO2 powered mechanism in a very environmentally friendly way. And internally, it just powers this trigger that instantly kills rodents when it's set off. So ultimately, when the rodent enters the trap, it comes in in a perfectly positioned area for a humane kill. And then after that shot occurs, it self resets and it does so. 24 times with the A24 before you have to change the cartridge or with the A18, it uses, it uses a little more CO2 per shot per kill. So it's 18 times. This is our trap cut in half. So you can see the inner workings and uh, there's a lure up here. The rodent will go up for it through this little portal. It hits this little metal leaf trigger and mm -hmm. a CO2 cartridge screwed right. in right there will power a strike of this pneumatic hammer right across the device mm -hmm. that kills the animal instantly. And then that spring that you can kind of see right. pops the striker back into place. It refills with CO2 the next second, and you get 24 shots, hence why it's called the A24. Just in terms of the humane aspect of it, yeah. that strike that occurs with the pneumatic hammer-like trigger firing across mm -hmm. It is over 99% effective at an instant kill or a humane kill, mm -hmm. and that's class A humane. So what it means is upon impact, the rodent is rendered irreversibly unconscious. Mm -hmm. And then as it falls to the ground, medical death occurs or heartbeat stop within 30 seconds. So it is, again, certified A class humane. Yeah, that's... That's more and more important in these days because you've got people who actually know those kind of statistics and like they're focusing on those. Um, and uh, I literally run into customers, you know, not as often, you know, not like all the time, but I do run into more of them who are like, they actually have like read about this, you know, and they're really into it. Um, so you guys have had this trap out for, for a while. It works. But you've made some changes uh, and you've uh, upgraded a couple of things. You've got some accessories. And one of those is the smart cap. Let's talk about that. This is really, this is really kind of pretty powerful tool. For sure. So the smart cap is a Bluetooth enabled counter or progress tracker that it, it hasn't replaced the push button digital strike counter, which was, uh, it was and still is very popular uh, for those who don't want to get onto the Good Nature app using the Bluetooth cap. But what this thing does, instead of having to go up to your trap, physically press a button to see how many strikes have occurred 
and then know your progress and count, this thing actually just pings to your phone every time you're within in range of the device and it has some info to update you with. So it has a battery uh, saving technique just to make sure it lasts for a long time where if there's no info, then it's not going to force an update out to you unless you manually force an update of it just to you know say, hey, I wanna make sure you're working. That's no problem. It's not gonna update you unless it has something to update you with. It just sits there and anytime you're within range of the device, it's going to ping any strike updates to your phone. It's going to let you know when you have to replace the CO2 and the lore. And then on our app, you can also have, and this is kind of the part that is significant to PMPs, you can have one, five, or 500 smart caps loaded on your app. And you just custom name them. So you know if Mr. Smith has five traps, you know where his basement trap is, you get all those updates. You know with geolocation, that's also enabled there, you know where his backyard or chicken coop or attic trap is, and you don't have to necessarily go to those hard to reach areas, basements, attics, crawl spaces, drop ceilings, unless there's actual progress or rodents to be cleaned up. Okay, so that's really um, a cool, very high tech, um, you know, addition to the trap. Uh, so let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. So I can, I can connect with it via my phone when I'm close, you know, within Bluetooth range. Um, now can I also hook that up to my customer's Wi-Fi? Is that what I'm hearing? And I can see what's going on with the trap through the app. Uh, so it will not connect to the customer's Wi-Fi. However, what you can do with it and what we're seeing a lot is because your customer, whether it's a residential or commercial account, because they are typically on the property much more often than a PMP wants to be, a lot of the time you'll have these Bluetooth caps set up to your customer's phone as the initial receiving device, again, because they're on the property so much more often. And then within the app, you hit share trap and you can share that with yourself or the technician or the office or scheduling so that every time your customer gets an update and they connect to the cloud via Wi-Fi or cellular, which is almost always, they mm -hmm. will simultaneously send you the update as well. Right. So what I'm thinking is, you know, you with per trap, you get 24 with the A24, you get 18 with the A18 right? Which is good. That's a good amount of rodents. But what if you've got a serious issue and you're using that up in a couple of weeks, let's say, because you're doing a clean out, but you're set up to go out monthly, um, but you need to check that you need to replace the CO2. So that's a good way to let you know you got to get out there. You got to replace that CO2 because here's one of the things that happens a lot with rodenticides, especially in California where we're using multi-feeds is people don't go back and check the traps often enough they're not refilling the bait on a regular basis consequently they're really not getting control anyway because they're not handling the multi-feed correctly now obviously with all those other issues aside this this is a great way for you to know okay it's time for me to go out 
and replace the CO2. So that's a viable working system continuing to do what it needs to do while you're not there. Um, that's one of my issues with base, taking a station and putting a snap trap in it. Well, one or two snap traps in a station, as soon as those get set off, they're just sitting until I come back. They're completely useless. That's a huge advantage with the A24. It's a massive advantage. Yeah, and then one thing to mention as well, with your customer, if they want to see the updates themselves, they can just leave their notifications on. If they or you don't want the mm -hmm. customer seeing the uh, updates, they themselves mm -hmm. or you yourself don't want the uh, pings going to the customer, mm -hmm. you can turn their notifications from the app off Mm -hmm. And they won't get the updates. They'll just filter through their phone. And then once they connect to the cloud, you guys get the updates. So does that work through the app on my phone? Or do I have to do that through their app on their phone? Still, their phone is the main right. connecting device. Right. And you want it that sense. way because, right, yeah, they're, they're on the property much more often than mm -hmm. you want to be. Uh, right. So that is one workaround to get your trapping efforts with the A24 much more remote. I should also mention right now, the Good Nature app is made only compatible with the A24. The cap itself, some people have already tried this. They put this smart tooth, uh, smart tooth, <laughs> Bluetooth smart cap on the A18. The only thing that you have to remember if you're putting a smart cap on the A18 is that in the app, six is zero. It's only compatible with the A24 right now, and it counts down from 24. Right. Exactly, yes. yeah, and you just custom name each of your customer's traps so you know if mm -hmm. your A18 in a backyard is at seven remaining kills, they actually have one kill mm -hmm. before you have to go and replace the CO2. CO2, right. No, I think that that, I mean, personally, you know, we talk about it all the time in our training program, Pest Positive County, but documentation is everything. If it hasn't been documented, it didn't happen. So why would you not want your customer to know what you caught? Exactly. This is, this you is know, proof in the pudding. Exactly. It's all documented. There, there aren't going to be any issues. Everybody knows what's going on. And um, I would say your only issue is keeping fresh bait in that trap so that the rodents, it's going to be the most attractive, you know, whether that's your bait or let's talk about the new handy dandy cup. Right. I'm glad you um, had that because that filtered into the, the next point I was going to make. Right. With the accessories. Yeah. No, I think this was a game changer because we were, one of the reasons we didn't stop using is we we're having bait acceptance issues with the peanut butter. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, everybody uses peanut butter for their rodent control. Homeowners across the planet probably are using peanut butter in their rat traps. And it works probably, who knows, 80 to 90% of the time. But, you know, you just don't know. I mean, you got rodents who are eating citrus or they're eating bird seed or they're eating whatever, avocados or, you know, and they just don't want that peanut butter flavor, you know. Um, my area, like we were talking about, walnuts is like the bomb i mean i was using dried apricot and i was hit getting hit and miss i tried i decided you know what i'm gonna go back and try some walnuts i start catching everything everywhere with the walnuts so i was like bing 
you could put cashews in here. You could put dried fruit in here. You could put, I mean, whatever. Chicken feed with a little bit of peanut butter to hold it all together. Or bread with Nutella, super popular. When the rodents are used to eating that specific food source already. Mm -hmm. Ours are good. Yeah, Our lures are good. We have three lure flavors now. Yeah, Chocolate, nut butter, and meat Mm -hmm. lovers. Um, But when they're used to eating something specific and... Because they're neophobic, don't want to try anything new. If you can't manage the food competition and make them go for something new, right. just give the public what they want. That's exactly my point. I mean, that brings your job to a whole new level just because you don't know. You mean rodents, right? They, they they say, what is it, that the the babies learn what the mom's feeding from the milk that they're getting when they're little. Um And then that's what they're going to prefer. So whatever, you know, I mean, that cycle just continues, right? You're always going to get one oddball. I mean, they're mammals, but, um, uh, you know, you just don't know. So this is, I just think it's a big game changer. It makes the trap even more viable um, to be used anywhere. So any other accessories besides the, uh, what do you call this? Uh, So that's the DIY lure basket. So do-it-yourself lure basket or Uh make your own concoction and put that at the top of the trap instead. Uh, We talked very briefly about the three different lure flavors that are now available. So if you want to still use our automatic paste pumps or automatic lure pumps, which Mm -hmm. is this UFO-looking lure dispenser, We have three flavors now. So chocolate is kind of the original and probably still most popular. Then there's two backup flavors, nut butter, kind of like a peanut buttery hazelnut kind of base. And now Mm -hmm. a fairly new one since August is meat lovers uh, with the prevalence of savory based baits. Everyone's saying they're Mm. doing so well with uh, dried squid and slim jims and bacon. Yeah, This Mm -hmm. this, This is our take on a savory lure. And of course, the nice thing about using these guys is they work for six months at a time. Uh, mm-hmm. So once you pop off the coin on the top of the trap, it activates this little magnetic mechanism on the inside to push out the lure and fill up with air over the course of six months. So it keeps it super fresh coming out, little trail towards the bottom like pre-feed. And again, super low maintenance, six months at a time. For the A24, we've had it on the market for a bit. Scavenging and outdoor deployments are not always ideal. Sometimes you want to keep it discreet. Sometimes you're trapping in sensitive areas where you want to keep it safe. This is our trap box enclosure. It comes as either a retrofit to current traps that you have, or you can buy it as a full kit. Um, It will keep the killed pest discreet. It will fit two to three rats or eight to 12 mice, eight to 10, eight to 12 mice before you have to go and service it. And again, it keeps the trap completely safe. So if there's any sort of concern of pets or kids or other animals getting in there and getting harmed by the trap, this is the way to go. Plus it's great for commercial accounts where we're seeing it probably most adopted right now. It's got a completely flush bottom, so you can either two-sided tape or glue it down. But more importantly, at the back of the device, inside of it, so that you can only access it via the secure access key, 
there are six screw guide holes where you're obviously going to put one to six screws into whatever it's up against, close mm -hmm. it off, and then put on the trap box cover so that only the technician or PCO with the key right. can actually get in there and remove the screws in the end. Yeah, I think that is another great um, addition to your line, making your trap all that much of a better solution. It's nice to see you guys are continuing to think, you know, we've got a great trap. What what can make it even better? And uh, I think all of these are really, really good additions to the line. Why good nature traps are better rodent control solution. Let me start by saying there's always going to be a place for rodenticides. They're, they're a very effective tool, especially when they're used properly. But when they're not an option and you need a rodenticide alternative, this is the best non-toxic and low-maintenance alternative on the market to rodenticides. Um, it self-resets, right? We already talked about that. 24 or 18 self-resetting kills in a row where you don't have to do a thing while it just does its thing. It's completely toxin-free, so there's no risk of secondary poisoning. So if you're in areas with protected wildlife or livestock or pets, this is a really good solution, especially for customers who care. It's also certified humane that we kind of talked about. Not everyone's going to care about the fact that the rat or mouse or squirrel doesn't suffer, but some people do. And yeah, again, like you said, Kelly, it's growing in importance and significance in customer mindsets. Uh, and then the last thing, it's extremely long lasting. These things should last, when they're well-maintained, they'll last for a decade. We have traps that are deployed in New Zealand rainforests since 2009, 2010. And all that happens with them is a team of technicians goes through and updates with new CO2 and lore each trap every six months. And they've been doing that since 2009 and 2010. They last a long time when they're taken care of and up and right. maintained. Yeah, no, I think it's a huge advantage over using traps inside bait stations for outdoor control. Um, I think it's a, I think, um, I agree with you. I completely agree that there's the right place for rodenticides, but I think they're, I really do think they're overused. I mean, um, I've got, yeah, I mean, it just bugs the crap out of me when I get a call from a customer and they're like, oh yeah, I talked to such and such pest control company and I've got rats in my attic and all they want to do is put boxes outside, not even in the attic, just outside. And I'm like, well, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you put traps inside, get rid of the rodents inside, and then do, um, you know, if, if need be, you, your best way to do it, obviously, is to do rodent exclusion. But then if you need to, like we talked about earlier in the interview, you need something like there's something that can't be excluded for some reason, or people don't have the budget um, to do it right, then this is a good, more of a long-term budgetary solution that uh, you can make work into their budget. Um and the fact that you get 24 kills per trap. I mean, you don't get, yeah, you don't get that out of a snap trap without going back. Period, right? You you get one kill if you're good. But I've gone back. Oh, yeah, well, not only that, but you got snap traps that go off because of vibration. 
or the rat plays with it, but he doesn't get caught or, you know, the list goes on um, or it gets caught and it drags the trap away, you know, um, because it didn't, it didn't give you that. Um, it definitely didn't give you, what would you call it? An uh, A1 certified humane kill, right? Um, now it's not, it's, yeah, it's not that a, a trap, rat trap can't do that, but it doesn't always do that. It's not, you can't guarantee that's going to, no, absolutely not. Um, so I think these are, you know, I think there's probably a little bit of a learning curve because it's different and you're using, you know, different baits and stuff. I think you need to do some, um, I think you need to put cameras out. I need, I think you need to watch what happens with it. I think you need to learn it as you start using it. Um, I don't think that's a reason not to use it. Um, but I do think that will help you to make it more efficient and consistent in your program overall. If you do that, I think you'll get to the, I think you could easily get to the point where this is like one of your number one choices, if not your number one choice. Or just contact us for a webinar and then we'll, uh, yeah. we'll show you what other PMPs do. Right. And I think that's even, right. That's even more brilliant because why learn for, on your own only? It's always better to learn from other people because you'll get that much farther ahead. So um, let's talk about costs. What are, you know, I saw the retail costs on the website. What kind of prices are we talking from our vendors? Yeah, so PMPs are going to get these, depending on the uh, device and the quantity, anywhere from about 125 to 225 per unit. And again, that's based on whether you're getting the 824 on a stand, on a mount, or in that more expensive, larger trap box enclosure, and whether you're going with no counter, the push button counter, or the Bluetooth counter. Mm -hmm. So anywhere right. from 125 to 225 for these patented units as the initial cost. Um, if you want to look at it as cost savings, yes, they're expensive initially. But even if you're using our lure and you're not using the DIY baskets, if you're yeah. if you're using our lure plus a CO2 cartridge, it's roughly 15 bucks every six months for the refills. If you're using the DIY baskets, it's even less because all you're doing mm -hmm. is replacing the $2.95 CO2 cartridge. Right. Uh, and I should add in, yes, they are slightly proprietary in the threading and the lubricant on the attachment just to keep the trap waterproof and weatherproof. Um, but again, 15 bucks every six months if you're using our lore and CO2 or three bucks a month if you're using just the CO2 and DIY. Yeah. Well, you want to be using your CO2. You're going to screw up your trap if you go down and you buy CO2 for a um, pellet gun. Yeah, I'll put it close to the camera. Hopefully it catches kind of. Yeah. Uh, but the the threading and there's a lubricant on there that is slightly proprietary to keep this thing fully waterproof and weatherproof. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I personally don't think that the, the cost... I don't think that that's that bad. I mean, any kind of, um, you know, you're talking about anytime you add some kind of technology, you upgrade, you're going to be spending a little bit of extra money. And the fact that you can just keep using these for a decade or more, I mean, geez, it's going to make you more than that in no time flat. Well, you know, if it's used, if it's used as a blitz item on accounts and you're just moving it account to account, 
to take care of significant mm -hmm. issues. That's one way they're commonly deployed. Or mm -hmm. like we talked about before the, uh, the interview started, they're also often used as residual revenue, kind of long-term account tools, where if exclusion isn't possible or desired, this is a really good way to manage rodents without the use of poison long-term. If you have commercial accounts, like big food plant or something, and you've got DTEX, let's say, out for your monitoring, so you're not using an actual rodenticide, right, for your monitoring. Well, that's great. Problem is, is you get, you go back, you do your, you do your inspection, you see activity, you have the justification to put a rodenticide in, right? Well, you don't know what's happened with that rodent. You don't know if the rodent stayed. You don't know if it moved on. You know, there's a time crunch. Whereas if you're monitoring and doing long-term maintenance with these, guess what? That rodent goes in and checks it out. It's done, right? You get instant, you know, satisfaction. You know you're getting and keeping control. I think it's just a great maintenance, you know, for that long-term revenue tool. Um, and you can, yeah, and you can charge extra for it because you're like, hey, you know, this is a piece of expensive piece of equipment. This is better for the environment. There's just no way you can get around that uh, without, unless you're just not going to be honest about it. And, um, you know, it's great that, I mean, let's be honest, like we talked about, you got scavengers. Hey, more the merrier. Eat, eat to your heart's content. There's no poison. You don't have to worry about secondary anything, right? Um, I think for that maintenance part, it's it's it could really be a good good solution. Yeah, if there's if there's PMPs out there who are interested in you know in terms of a residual revenue kind of long term tool, mm -hmm. if there are PMPs interested in how these things can be profitable and what you should be charging, we have some models we can happily share along with doing webinars right. on best setups, that kind of thing. Thanks again for being with us, Jeff. Thanks for listening to this production of The Pest Posse. Want to sharpen your pest control skills and knowledge? Then you don't want to miss out on PestPosseTV.com. Head over there for a treasure trove of video-based continuous training, weekly episodes, and so much more that will help you learn, grow, and succeed in this great pest control industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, Pest Posse TV is your go-to resource for pest control-related training and information. It's like having a mentor and trainer right at your fingertips 24-7. Be sure to follow the Pest Posse on social media to catch the latest updates and exclusive sneak peeks into what's coming up next. Be sure to tell your friends, colleagues, your neighbor, heck, tell everyone you meet about the Pest Posse and the awesome content we provide. Until next time, remember pest control is an adventure. So go out there and enjoy the adventure with Pest Posse TV.